1977, a referendum was held in Australia on whether federal court judges should have a mandatory retirement age. The results came in. An overwhelming 80% of the Australian population voted in favour. A mandatory retirement age was then put in place. Fast forward to today, over 40 years later, and the requirement still stands. All Australian states and territories have similar provisions, which provide mandatory retirement between the ages of 70 to 75. But is it still necessary? I'm Jackie, here with fellow graduate Will, and you're listening to episode 41 of Trial by Podcast. So as you've probably noticed, uh, we're going to be running today's episode a little bit differently. Uh, We're going to be discussing the mandatory retirement age of federal judges in Australia, as you've likely figured out. Uh, Is it necessary or perhaps not? This question is really quite often considered by the Law Council of Australia, as well as numerous uh, Senate standing committees. The United Kingdom in March of this year raised the mandatory retirement age of its judicial officers from 70 to 75. So we thought that now would be a great time to bring this debate back to Australia. To make things fair, Jackie and I drew straws before recording to take the opposing sides of this issue. That's right. So today I'll be arguing against mandatory retirement age for judges in Australia and to have the law abolished. And I'll be arguing for a mandatory retirement age. Should be interesting. Okay, so to decide who will start the debate, we're going to toss a coin. I will go heads. Well, that was tails. And so was that. That was tails. I guess uh, I'll go first then. Alrighty. So my first point is a pretty simple one, and it's that a mandatory retirement age for judges is important because it helps keep the public confidence in the judicial system high. It also protects judicial independence because it may limit the need for any external auditors or even the judicial officers themselves from reviewing an officer's health or their capacity to preside over matters. A mandatory retirement age promotes diversity in the judiciary by ensuring a steady flow of retirement and new appointments which thus in turn helps keep confidence high. Um, So just coming back to your point where you said that maybe bringing in new appointments could make the judiciary more diverse, I'd just like to say that getting rid of older judges does not necessarily make a judiciary more diverse. There is limited evidence that judicial appointments have more diverse opinions and values. And I think it's important to note that currently in Australia at the federal court level, Judges are appointed by the Governor-General, having been selected by the Cabinet on the advice of the Attorney-General. Similarly, in the states and territories, judges and magistrates are appointed by the Governor or Administrator, also having been selected by the Cabinet on advice of the Attorney-General. This process of appointment has the potential to be politically fuelled, which brings a separation of powers into discussion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you think about the experience over in the United States uh, with the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and uh, the passing of uh, Antonin Scalia back in 2016 and 2020, those follow-up appointments were insanely politically charged. Um, Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett's appointments, they were not uncontroversial at all. And that stems from the fact that it's the president and the Senate who do the appointment rather than some independent body that sits out there as a neutral party. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think to potentially really achieve diversity in Australian courts, maybe the answer isn't to appoint younger judges, but maybe we need something, as you said, additional to make our judicial appointments process more diverse, such as a judicial appointments commission. This 
kind of commission currently exists in the UK, which is an independent body and selects candidates for judicial office in England and Wales. But this is definitely a can of worms that I do not intend on opening today. And maybe we can follow up in another podcast after this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've kind of half opened that can of worms just in the last minute, but uh, there's definitely room for a, a part two. So first to my first point, I would like to outline that mandatory retirement ages are rightly and mostly a thing of the past in Australia due to legislation against age discrimination. However, as we have discussed, they still do exist in some sectors, such as the judicial sector, which actually is in direct opposition to Australia's discrimination laws. Although most states have had anti-discrimination legislation for some time, in 2004, a federal prohibition of age discrimination was introduced with the implementation of the Age Discrimination Act. This is a Commonwealth statute and therefore applies to all Australia. The Age Act prevents an employer from discriminating against an employee or potential employee because of their age. But despite this general prohibition, it is not unlawful to discriminate against someone on the basis of their age if they are unable to carry out the inherent requirements of a job. Section 72 of the Constitution outlines that federal judges can be removed due to misbehaviour or incapacity. Therefore, most judges sitting on the bench should pass the inherent requirements test under the Age Act. It is then arguable that mandatory retirement for judges is no longer consistent with modern workplace practices, as age discrimination isn't really morally or legally acceptable in Australia. Yeah, Jackie, that raises a really good point, um, especially regarding discrimination law and employment law generally. I suppose the challenge here that we've got to deal with is, uh, is what happens when the Constitution itself is, uh, is inconsistent with employment law. And uh, that's not really something that we can deal with today, but uh, hopefully it's something that uh, those in uh, higher offices can uh, have a bit of a mull over. So I suppose I'll, uh, I'll start bringing up my second point, and that's that uh, a mandatory retirement age ensures that the social values of the judiciary better reflect those of society when compared to an uncapped uh, aged judiciary. This argument is also known as contemporizing the courts um, for the purpose of achieving vigorous and dynamic judiciaries. While it is true that it is the role of parliament to reflect social norms uh, through the legislative process, judges serve their communities well when they apply community expectations to their reasoning. It's for this reason that during the 1977 Commonwealth debates that led to this amendment to Section 72 of the Constitution, uh, Michael Hodgman acknowledged that uh, an age limit should be determined so that the community can have confidence that the current day sets of values, which often conflict and which are varied, of course, are within the general realm of experience of current of the judges who are currently sitting. So I guess the really important thing to glean from that comment is that we're not looking for a judiciary that perfectly encapsulates societal norms because that's impossible. We're looking for a general realm of experience to be as closely aligned as we can to uh, the divergent opinions that we have in modern-day Australia. And uh, I suppose on that note, I'll bring up my second half of this argument, and it's that uh, as much as we as lawyers may like to believe that the law happens in a space entirely separate from our own social values, judges don't make their judgments purely mechanically. And it's the reason why people do make the judgments rather than machines. And it's because of this that judges must incorporate their perceptions of community values when engaging in decision-making processes, as well as 
limiting or being cognizant of their own personal biases. So I just want to clarify because we just discussed a lot. Are you saying that the what are you saying about the mandatory retirement age bringing in contemporary values? Just like in a quick summary. The basic idea is that a mandatory retirement age, whatever we decide to set it as, but within Australia it's at 70 at the moment, is a tool that we have that can bring social norms closer to the mean as opposed to um, being particularly swayed in one direction. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. But I just wanted to say on that point that um, having a mandatory retirement age for contemporary reasons isn't really necessary. The older generation have a lot of experience to deal with changes associated with ageing. The disengagement theory argues that as judges get older, they withdraw from public life and lose touch with contemporary values and ideologies. However, it has since been discussed by researchers such as Johnson that success, productivity and engagement are actually features of an ageing experience. In fact, academic Alicia Blackman argues that there really is no evidence that points to individuals such as judges losing touch with community values as they age. Coming from that, I will go to my second argument for today. I'd like to put forth that mandatory retirement for judges can actually deprive the courts of judicial expertise. Judges are typically appointed at an advanced age in their careers. The primary reason for this being that it can take a number of years for judges to build the requisite experience and knowledge to be considered suitable to sit on the bench. A study conducted by Brian Upskin found that the average age of appointment to the High Court has risen from 51 years in 1995 to 58 years in 2013. With the mandatory retirement age of 70, that only leaves an average of 12 years for a judge to preside on the bench. This is a huge contrast to previous decades with the average tenure of a High Court judge in 1940 being 25 years. It's clear that a mandatory retirement age can prevent Australian judges from achieving their full potential on the bench. This is made even more clear with most states and territories using retired judges in an acting or fixed-term capacity as a way to bring retired judges back to the bench. So why not just keep them on the bench in the first place? Why force them into retirement? I suppose you got me there. Um, and that, uh, that shortening period of high court appointments, it really reminds me of the recent retirement of Justice Nettle. And he was only 64 when he was appointed as a judge, which gave him less than six years on the bench, at his time of swearing in, he was pretty well aware of it. And he actually joked that uh, any damage he might do to the high court uh, would be relatively limited by virtue of the fact that he only had five years and a couple of months and change to be on the bench. I guess um, if I can meet you in the middle here, I'll concede that 70 might not be a perfect age, especially in today's society. When we look at Australia's demography back in the 1970s, less than 5% of Australians over the age of 70 were actively employed. That's compared to over 15% of Australians aged 70 to 74 today still being actively involved in the labour force. I suppose 70 may well be the new 60 moving forward. We also need to consider that a number of former High Court Supreme Court judges, they return to the bar to work as mediators or facilitators or even just pick up private practice again because their expertise is still uh, in high demand and uh, why not use it for the public good? So I suppose that uh, 70 might be a bit of a young age in 2021, but uh, perhaps the debate should be one of rather raising instead of removing the 70-year age limit. I'll leave the, the practical and constitutional difficulties of achieving that one for you, but... Uh, well, you get the idea. 
Um, yeah, I think for me, the what it comes down to, like the forefront of the argument is actually the capacity and the capability of the judge. I think judges need to be held accountable and they need to be assessed throughout their whole career. I don't think the moment someone reaches 70, they should immediately be assessed of whether they can do the job. I think they need to be assessed at 50 or 60 or 70. So for me, it's not the age, it's how well the judge can do the job. So I guess that wraps things up for us today. I think it's important to point out here that even if there was an overwhelming support from the public to abolish the mandatory retirement age. Or change it. Or change it. Yes. This would, um, this would require constitutional change, which means conducting a referendum. If history has shown us anything, a referendum is not easy or cheap. So as the conversation continues, this will be an interesting area to watch and see how our parliament respond, if they respond at all. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Trial by Podcast. Uh, feel free to share this one on your socials with anyone that you may think uh, would be interested. We look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks very much. <laughs>